Welcome to the With Podcast. We are a women in technology, Hollywood, the With Foundation. We inspire, empower, educate to create an equitable and inclusive media and entertainment technology community. We welcome you to the podcast and encourage you to share this cutting edge information, tips and tricks from industry leading experts with others. And now let's go and get started with the show. This podcast revisits the 2022 SoCal Women's Leadership Summit opening keynote by Karen P. Lang, President of the Board of Directors for the Girl Scouts of America. A couple moments to just thank, and I'm glad I wore heels so I can actually stand over this podium. Uh, and you could still see me, even <laughs> Christina. Um, I want to thank you not only for the kind introduction, Nina, but for your organization's incredible opportunity to give me to speak to you and present this opening keynote. I also want to congratulate all your Leadership Award nominees. What an incredible group. Let's take a moment. As the program says, you are all shaping the future of tech, media, and entertainment. On behalf of the National Board of the Girl Scouts, we heartfully congratulate you all for your nominations and those award winners. All of you deserve one, so pat yourselves on the back for all you're doing to support women in technology. I also, uh, you don't have to do that. We'll put the clap thing up later. Don't worry about it. Um, I also want to extend my deepest and heartmost gratitude to the Girl Scouts who are joining virtually today, as well as to our local council, the Girl Scouts of Los Angeles. CEO Teresa Idikini is here, and the Chief Mission and Delivery Officer, Denise Nowak. They have joined us to bring the Girl Scout experience, and they're doing it every day. So with that, we'll get into the substance. My favorite founding father, Benjamin Franklin, once said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. I believe that to be true. And that our collective investment today, not from your sponsors only, but from all of you, in the future girls and women leaders in tech will pay dividends beyond measure. I also opine that the specific investment we must make is to allow more girls to wear green in the form of their own Girl Scout sashes and trefoil pins. To build on that theme and to prove my postulate to all of you, I've been asked to share my perspective on the ROI of Girl Scouting. I'll do so by illustrating not only my personal Girl Scout experience and how it prepared me for the last 35 years in big law in Chicago. You didn't know from the accent where I was from. <laughs> um, but in the male-dominated fields of construction, engineering, and energy. I'll next discuss my current role as the national president of the Girl Scouts, helping girls become leaders. And I will highlight the preeminent Youth Leadership Award Girl Scouts Gold Award. And I'll end with how we can all in this room and your companies and more broadly across the nation partner to develop future women leaders in tech who will wear green. To do so, I'll start at the beginning. And don't worry, I know my time. I don't mean the beginning of the incredible 110-year-old organization, which is the Girl Scouts, but mine, which started as a brownie. I was born in Garfield Park, Illinois. That's the southwest side of Chicago. 
were Sox fans, not Cubbies, um, to a factory worker and a secretary whose parents came to this country via Ellis Island not many years before. My mother signed me up for Girl Scouts as an after-school child uh, care activity because she was a secretary, and my brother and I were the first latchkey kids, I think. And little did she know that through my troop, which is pictured on the slide, I would meet and come to love my first woman mentor, my troop leader. Mrs. Mary Rada, she's the one rocking the you know, blonde beehive and the sunglasses on the left side. Uh, she was a Korean war vet. She was a cook in that conflict. And she was tough as nails. She believed in the 1960s, yeah, I'm dating myself, in equality for women on the battlefield and in the boardroom. She was the only person who, when my dad was a belligerent drunk, and that was far too often, actually stood up to him and told me that I had value, that I could be someone someday. She was courageous beyond words. And I also learned confidence and character from her, because without character, the first two, meaning courage and confidence, can often be misplaced. For all my many school and Girl Scouting years, I firmly believe that I was born to be a Girl Scout. It was only later, when I was fortunate enough to have a daughter, our trailblazer between two incredible sons, I have to give them billing too. <laughs> They're men enough to be Girl Scouts, so, so can Eric, I think, and the other dudes in the room. Um, but I had an epiphany. My true purpose was not to be a Girl Scout, but to be a troop leader. I served as Shannon Murray's troop leader for 13 years until she bridged to alumni life member, Gold Award Girl Scout. She's the one in the middle on the slide getting her gold award that she earned. And on the uh, other slide, that's a much younger version of me in the back. Um, but that's also Shannon on the right side of that picture um, in one of our first daisy outings um, to uh, a great STEM related activity and learning about biology and um, horticulture. That beautiful little girl now attributes her love of STEM and many successes in the field to Girl Scouting. Indeed, she earned her BS in biology from the University of Chicago. Not my alma mater, but it'll do. <laughs> Nina and I gave her a break. Um, but then she went to get her MS in uh, biophysics and physiology from Georgetown, and she's now in medical school at the University of Illinois, Chicago. In her free time, she serves on an associate board member of the Chicago Local Girl Scout Council, and I'll get back to that local Girl Scout associate board membership a little bit later in the partnering section of this speech. In the end, in Troop 4590 from Riverside, Illinois, I have 20-plus adopted daughters. They are my lifelong friends, and I get for clumped even talking about them. All in, to stand here before you as the national president of the Girl Scouts the United States of America, and as CEO of my own national legal and consulting firm. It's a testament to Girl Scouting. It provides me hope beyond measure for a brighter future for other girls and women than any of my ancestors could have ever dreamed of coming over in steerage on boats across from the Atlantic. This narrative, I hope, underscores for all of you the impact that Girl Scouts has had on my own personal life and journey. But it's important to examine the critical ROI Girl Scouts has on those of the millions of other 
exceptional women. Much prose has been coined about mentoring women in the workplace, and several of us even talked about it last evening. It's valuable to advance our cause. The harsh reality, however, and you read it in the bio about this speech today, is that by the time a young woman has graduated from high school and begun to decide on her aspirational career path, she's behind in the career race. And that may be a situation she will never catch up. Being assigned a mentor at that point may only be window dressing and not life or career changing. Doesn't mean we shouldn't do it, but we have to think earlier. In addition, I got to go back to the construction and engineering themes, right? Because that's where I live. The opportunity to crash through the glass ceilings is a challenge accorded to very few and those who are really true trailblazers. Unfortunately, the fissures in the glazing are continuously repaired, and that broken glass, it's often replaced with the bulletproof kind, making it even more impossible for those women who are behind us and asking for us to help pull them up. Although it's true that more public corporate board spots are occupied today by women than even 10 years ago, the reality is the total number of women in those positions is not materially improving. Many of us, the same women, are just asked to serve on multiple board tables. So the staggering and disappointing news is that, for one example, the percentage of women owning equity positions in big law in 1987, the year that I graduated from law school, was about 15%, hovering 15 to 16%. Today, post-pandemic, after decades I think 87 to the present. You guys are all tech people. You can do the math. After all of that, these women outperforming men in the country's top law schools and more women entering law school than ever before, well over 50% for decades now. The total percentage of national women equity partners at the country's largest law firms is at best flat, and in some metrics place it down to 14%. I'll share statistics with you about tech in a moment, but the reality, it ain't any rosier. That means that the actual number of women who own a piece of the pie or even have any vote as to how it's split up is not keeping pace. Not even close. This trend must be disrupted, and it starts in kindergarten. All these girls, the slides that you see, have a right and opportunity to be in that position. I submit that the leadership development must begin as soon as they enter their first organized public meetings in the form of their elementary school classrooms. We all need to sponsor them along their journeys. Guess what? I don't just tell you the problem. I have the solution. We must vociferously and unabashedly encourage everyone to register their daughters, nieces, neighbors, or friends for Girl Scouts. And Ashley, I'm going to look at you when we get done with this meeting and ask if your daughters are in it. Um, and ask where they learn to change the world, one entrepreneurial cookie sale at a time, one coding badge, one fearless new STEM experience. And Girl Scouts has plenty of opportunities for all of you to sponsor and mentor these girls and young women. Support them as they earn their gold awards, Develop them into the future world leaders by bringing them on associate and other boards. Start from kindergarten all the way up to the C-suite. 
GSUSA has long known that our programs bring fundamental change to girls' lives. But we also need to know that we need to provide specific metrics, how to elevate our brand from more than cookies and camp, to a range of potential partners in business, technology, and philanthropy, starting with all of you. We established the Girl Scouts Research Institute to gather evidence on our impact. That research establishes, beyond a doubt, because of Girl Scout leadership experience, Girl Scout alums have the skills, skills needed for leadership success. They learn independent thinking and learning, resilience and flexibility, allowing them to overcome challenges of developing and implementing a project and seeing it all the way through to completion. And recently, you might have heard the news, but we had a historic, precedent-setting endorsement of our program and its impact. We received $85 million by Mackenzie Scott to Girl Scouts. This extraordinary contribution is an affirmation of the incredible impact of the Girl Scout leadership experience, and it's an accelerator for all the great work that's planned through our movement. As C-suite executives, corporate board members across this nation seek to identify and cultivate technology, the industry's future workforce, and leadership pipelines. You all talk about it in your boardrooms, right? How are we going to find, 20 years from now, the people that will be leading the tech industry? We must encourage those corporations to invest in Girl Scouting. To underscore and bold this need, I want to now share some harsh statistics about women in tech and STEM and what Girl Scouts is doing about both. You see them on the slide. Although we have 75%, 71% of the girls serving in the U.S. Senate are Girl Scout alums, 50% of the women at NASA are Girl Scout alums, what about those who are not? What we know from the Bureau of Labor Statistics is that women today are still woefully underrepresented in STEM and STEAM industries. Although, as you know, technology and innovation are driving many of the solutions to the problems we face globally, with new apps, AI being launched every day, women are not equally participating in those gains, either in boardroom seats or compensation. Although women represent 40% of U.S. workforce, they only fill less than 28% of STEM jobs. Think about that again. Please, all take photos of these slides and we'll make them available. Share them in your boardrooms. Women only represent 25% of C-suite jobs in the top 1,000 companies. We know we'll need 1.6 million skilled workers over the next decade to replace our retiring workforce, and yet we're not looking back to elementary school classrooms to start preparing our girls. What we know is from workforce participation to the impact of the pandemic, many of these challenges disproportionately have affected women and girls, especially when connected with other factors like race, ability, education level, or socioeconomic background. What does it tell us? These numbers are going to get worse in the next 10 years. But while disappointing, these facts present us with a tremendous opportunity to inspire, empower the next generation of leaders in these fields. The evolution of the Girl Scout STEM program started with the electrician badge in 1916. Think about that. Four years before, and this is very timely, the 19th Amendment even gave us the right to vote. Girl Scouts was working on an electrician badge. 
100 years later, we've enlarged our STEM program offerings significantly with almost 100 new badges and other offerings. Since 2017, Girl Scouts of the United States has launched Think Like a Programmer Journeys, 18 Coding for Good badges, 18 Cybersecurity badges, and six Digital Leadership badges for all Girl Scout levels, and the local councils are doing even more. Digital Girl Scouts have earned more than 300,000 cyber badges since the program launched in 2020. In these programs, girls learn everything from computational thinking to coding and app development, how to run and analyze a trace route, all these things that my kids say I have no idea how to do when I'm texting with my finger instead of my thumbs. But these girls, both plugged and unplugged activities, can learn about these topics while also making connections between how computer science and tech can be used to create change in both the real and digital worlds. We've also learned that the Girl Scout STEM experience is cumulative. Girl Scouts who engage in STEM programming become interested in taking more STEM classes, having a career in STEM. So as you can see in these notes, 75% of Girl Scouts in middle and high school who did multiple STEM activities were interested in taking STEM classes in college, compared to only 50% among those who did not do STEM activities, a 25 percentage positive delta. 63% of Girl Scouts in middle school who did multiple STEM activities aspire to a career in STEM. Not hard to figure that out, compared to only 43% among those who do not. In response to the pandemic, and in partnership with AT&T, GSUSA hosted the first ever National STEM Festival with an audience of more than 8,000 girls from kindergarten through high school. And the point of the matter is that we need to do more. What we see from the next slide is something that you probably were all asking about, and I know you're going to do it and hit me up when we get out in the back, but our cookie program. It's a $1 billion cookie program. It's only second in sales to Oreo sales by a competitor. Um, it's run, though, by girl entrepreneurs exclusively. We're excited to evolve that iconic program and introducing Raspberry Rally this year. This generation of commerce advances to one where only digital products are going to be available. That's the only way it's going to be exclusively offered. And that is going to teach girls not only e-commerce sales, but entrepreneurial sales. Buy them online. Lots of them. All your companies, hand them out. No one will be upset. <laughs> So you heard a mention in the video about the, Gold, the Girl Scouts Gold Award. And this is an example where we have not done enough in 110 years to toot our own horns. Women often don't. This is the preeminent Youth Leadership Award. It requires girls to spend over 80 hours, and over 4,000 of these young women earned it last year. How about that? In greater LA, 239 Girl Scouts received their Gold Award. Congratulations to those exceptional change agents. So the Gold Award, just to give you some metrics, here they are. They identify an issue. They change, indeed, their communities. Think about mentoring a girl who needs someone in tech and STEM to be their assistant in their Gold Award project. So what do we need now? I tell all my friends, and they're used to this by me, that you don't give me a microphone without me making an ask, and it's always going to be an ask for Girl Scouts. 
what are the opportunities for partnership? This Venn diagram you see, I think, simplifies it. And it's not maybe too cute for half, but nonetheless, it's important that the middle of it is our green sash for girls counting. On the left, we know what girls want. On the right, we know what the world needs, and that's the technology industry, more women leaders, engagement with the local community, and opportunities to give back. The solve is the middle of that Venn, opportunities to partner and build strong leaderships and pipeline. So what can you all do to support Girl Scouts and, more importantly, girls? You can become a mentor, share your expertise. You can sponsor a council robotics team or a rocketry challenge team. And if you'd like to donate, of course, that's on the bottom. <laughs> you also can support programs that raise the awareness of skilled trades, support technology programs, have with other foundations, look at ways. You saw the sponsors that were listed on the local video. So many of them overlap the people that with are going to as a foundation, et cetera. Let's work together to collaboratively elevate girls and women. The engagement opportunities, participate in trade events, let the girls participate in hands-on training. All of these, tell them why they want to follow you into the tech and STEM industry. You can see this one, and I offer if at the end at the break, if there's any Girl Scouts in the room or any men who are you know, bold enough to be Girl Scouts and support their daughters, nieces, or otherwise, we'll take a picture of everybody that had an experience, whether you were a brownie anyway up the chain, or you even give a dime to Girl Scouts, come out and take a picture. So I want to close with saying, I just came back from an incredible exhibit at the Biltmore about Leonardo da Vinci. I was struck by many of his writings, but one quote in particular, he wrote, he wished to work miracles. My belief is that Benjamin Franklin told us investment in the education and knowledge expansion of girls and Girl Scouting will make our world a better place. So I hope that all of you will join me in Girl Scouts in working miracles, one Girl Scout at a time. Thank you so much.